Inside Westminster, chapter 213, Crimey an Ocean. Why is Daddy crying again? Pandora asked her mum, Clemmy. Oh, don't worry about Daddy, soothed, soothed Clemmy's words. There are different types of tears, and I think these ones are ones of a relief. Relief from what, Mummy? asked the ever-inquisitive Pandora. Never mind, my sweet, said Clemmy. Time for school. And with that, Clemmy bundled her children into the car to ferry them to school, which, fortunately, had reopened after the Christmas holes. Or so she'd thought. She'd managed the homeschooling very well during the first lockdown, but knew instinctively that her brood would be missing out were their area to go into another full lockdown with schools closed. Must be grateful for small mercies, Clemmy told herself, trying to override her feelings of concern for her husband, as those had not been tears of relief that Pandora had witnessed earlier on, but ones of rage. Tony, her husband, had come home from a gruelling 18-hour stint at work on many occasions during the pandemic crisis, not only exhausted, but emotionally drained. He'd hardly slept the night before, turning over the anger he felt for the barbs and accusations from the Labour inquisitors asserting that his team were awarding themselves not inconsiderable expenses. He had been livid. He'd sat in the dock... He felt, under the cosh of the Health and Social Care Committee's team of inquisitors, headed by one of his predecessors, Steen Playfair. The committee was scrutinising the government's handling, so far, of the pandemic. Never did a man look so relieved as Playfair, who not only had not become leader of the party, nor PM, but had also avoided the horrors of shouldering the weight of COVID, the COVID catastrophe since he had resigned from the post of health secretary before the pandemic was ever a glimmer on the horizon. Only last week, the Brexit deal had been rushed through the House of Commons, with the main opponents, opponents being Mrs Tractor's mob, the DUP, the Scots Nats and the Lib Dems. Later, after its successful passage through the Commons, with a huge majority, the Lords, and then getting royal assent just in the nick of time before the end of the last day of 2020, the DUP Brexit representative gave an inarticulate rant on what his party had wanted in voting for Brexit, which was to magically attach Northern Ireland to the mainland, where its members' gaze always looked enviously. The border with the South was a plain fact of geography, but why had facts ever got in the way of these belligerent sh sorts? Worryingly, the new variant was coursing through the land, with record numbers of infections being recorded day after day as 2020 came to an end and spilled into the new year. The world is watching us, Potty had asserted during his latest Zoom call to Hancock, and for all the wrong reasons, unfortunately. Look, PM, replied Hancock, I won't let you down on the vaccine rollout. We've got the military involved and an army of retirees who volunteered their services. Yes, said Potty. Glad you mentioned that. Why is there so much blasted paperwork involved for these people to stick a needle into someone's arm? 
I read there's 21 hoops to jump through, including certification on equality and diversity training and conflict resolution training. Hancock spluttered but had no answers apart from an AHS bureaucracy gone mad, but I'm on the case. Good, well please get it sorted, because we've simply got to beat the EU bureaucrats on this one. Agile, fleet of foot, that's what we want to look like, not weighed down by cumbersome red tape. Pity the deadly new variant seems to have been hatched in Kent. And with that, the PM was gone. Hancock knew that they'd screwed up on so on many, many things to do with the pandemic and wanted more than anything to get the vaccine rollout right. He was also aware that the government's return to school policy was up the creek due to the massive spread of the virus onwards geographically and downwards in age. The young were no longer being spared and the thought of his own children succumbing to the dreaded sea spurred him on to get the rollout moving at top speed. Clemmy got back home, tired and upset, carting her unhappy brood behind her. An apologetic sign on the school gate announced its closure, except for key workers, children and the vulnerable, until further notice. Much later, when her husband returned home from another killing day in Downing Street, she complained, couldn't the school have at least phoned us? Look, it's organised chaos in Downing Street, Hancock confessed after he'd downed a strong G&T, adding, and I know it's the same with Will Gaunt and schools. Pandora was really upset as she's been looking so looking forward to seeing all her school friends again, Clemmy said. Look, William is doing his best as Education Secretary, retorted Hancock, continuing, but this virus has got a life of its own and it's outwitting us at every turn. That's just what I didn't want to hear, my love, said Clemmy. Well, none of us is immune, as we know from my experience, and we should be thankful that at least you and the kids have been spared, responded Hancock, pouring himself a second drink. Please tell me the Oxford jab's going to work, groaned Clemmy. The experts seem confident, though they're pretty concerned about the new, this other new variant from South Africa, Hancock said. Anyway, that part of this nightmare is slightly out of my hands. What do you mean? quizzed Clemmy. All I can do is organise the mass rollout of as many vaccines as possible, but their efficacy is up to the boffins, Hancock said. Well, I'll have to add it to my long list of pleas to the gods above, laughed Clemmy, whose good nature always shone through and for which Tony Hancock was eternally grateful. Life was tough and he'd been really stung and deeply offended by the barrage of criticism he continually faced, like being caught out on Neil Forthright's show the other morning when a naturally irate ITU nurse asked why she and her colleagues had been insulted by their paltry pay rise in return for their facing the daily nightmare on the Covid wards. Hancock could only splutter and mutter that, of course, the whole nation truly appreciated the selfless devotion of the entire NHS. But the kitty was empty, he'd wanted to add. And why is the leader of the opposition demanding a national lockdown to be called within 24 hours, quizzed forthright, adding, does he know something we don't? Hancock squirmed again. He'd personally wanted the half-turned serpent half-term circuit breaker in the autumn, which Sakiran had called for. He also felt a national New Year's lockdown was needed, just like the ones in the Three Nations, but it wasn't his call. 
so he just had to harumph and bluster his way through this, the torturous 20 minutes interview, and hope for the best. Back in the Downing Street flat, Mandy's plans were coming to fruition. fruition. Gone was Benedict Morgan et al. In were her clique, head of which was Constant, Constance Albright, the new Downing Street head of communications, and now Hamid Jamid looked set to return. Good, she'd thought, so let the good times roll. She'd stopped short of insisting that Potty give her her old job back as Jamid's advisor when he was Chancellor, as even she'd thought that that would smack too much of nepotism. However, were Potty to decide to throw in the towel, or were he to be pushed? Well, that would be a different matter. All her ducks were lining up nicely, in neat rows, just how Mandy liked it. One thing, though, was proving a difficult problem to solve, and that was baby Hector, who'd morphed from being the perfect baby into a very difficult toddler. Having her parents move into the Downing Street flat might be the only answer, as her move to live permanently at Chequers might not go down too well with Potty, and she knew their finances most probably wouldn't stretch to running two homes. She'd have to formulate a plan, but one thing was for, was for certain, Mandy's life was not going to be ruined by a screaming toddler. She'd got better things to spend her time and energy on.